thank him for his presence here with us today. I, I know I normally jump right into the scripture, but this morning I, I just feel like I need to tell y'all I'm glad to see y'all. <laughs> I just thought y'all need to know that. I'm glad. I'm glad to see all of y'all. I, I enjoyed the rest. I enjoyed the time off. But I'm sure enough glad to see y'all. And I, I thank God for the opportunity now to just come back to work and do that that God has called us to do. Let me call your attention to the book of Nehemiah. The book of Nehemiah. All year long, we've been talking about rebuilding the walls. We're coming now to the end of the year. We're coming now to, and I, I'm going to begin to show you now what we've been doing and why. God is about to make some changes, showing us and directing us some things that we must do in order to stay in step with where God wants us to be. Nehemiah chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. These are the words that you will find there. The words of Nehemiah, the sons of Hakaliah. And it came to pass in the mouth in the month Sheslu in the twentieth year as I was in Sushan the palace that Hanani one of my brethren came he and certain men of Judah and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped which were left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem and they said unto me the remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach the wall of Jerusalem also is broken down and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Amen. I want, I want for a few minutes, I want to talk from this subject. When the walls are down. <clears throat> when the walls are, are down. Go back with me. You remember that man was created... 
by God in the midst of a garden, the Garden of Eden. He was created and he was given dominion over all the earth. And a strange thing about that is that although they were given dominion, man was given dominion over the garden and over the earth, the whole earth, it's strange because man had no idea how big the earth was. They had dominion over all earth. There was no boundary. Everything that God had created, man had dominion over. No boundaries. And the only boundary that there was, was one tree in the midst of the God. Genesis 2.16 says, man was told by God, that he could freely eat of any tree in the garden except one, the tree of knowledge, of the knowledge of good and evil. You have everything else at your disposal, but don't touch that one tree. But there was one basic problem. There was one basic problem with this command, one basic problem that, that just seemed like could have been fixed, th th that situation, the problem was God didn't put a wall around that tree. Are y'all hearing? He could have, but he didn't. He did not wall the tree in. The tree was just there in the midst of the God with all the other trees. That God said man could have. Here is one tree. One tree in the midst of a God. God says you can have every one of them. You can go anything out here is yours but that one tree. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? How different things would be in the world right now. If God has just thought to put a wall around that tree. Can, can, can you just think, can you imagine just, just how different life would be for you and me if God had just thought to wall that tree in. But what you got to understand, what you got to understand is that God's intent for man was that man would have free will. Yeah, his intent for man was that that man would have free will and that he would do, yeah, things and he would do right just because God said do right. He wanted man to have free will. Y'all hear me talk about my Aunt Soon. had an auntie, her name, Suni Haynes. We call her Aunt Soon. And those of you who heard me talk about her over the years, you know, Aunt Soon didn't take no foolishness. And Aunt Soon, around Aunt Soon's house, she, she's the one, she was the babysitter. She cared for everybody's children. And we knew, all of us who knew Aunt Soon, we had sense enough to know that when you go to Aunt Soon's house, 
She had all kinds of little trinkets and all kinds of little, they call them whatnots and stuff. All over the tables and all over everything. Got stuff everywhere. And you knew that no matter what, don't you touch. Anybody got an ain't soon? Don't you touch anything that she put down anywhere. Well, we had it down. We had it down packed. We knew not to touch anything, but every now and then, some little wild children down the street. <laughs> Their mama had to leave and say, Miss Suna, can you watch my children while I'm gone? And, when, and as soon as she left, them little wild children would come in the house all over everything, moving everything, touching stuff all over the place, everything. And, 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 and not, not, y'all just don't know ain't soon. You, you say, I, I, you'd rather go to hell than to touch ain't soon stuff. They'd come in and ain't soon would get upset. She'd be raising sand. So I had, had another aunt. My other aunt, her name was Ola. And we called her Ain't O. And Ain't O would say, soon know them chillin coming why don't you lock your stuff up somewhere ain't soon said that's my stuff them my tables and them my shelves and I want them to do what I say do just because I said it are y'all hearing me I ain't locking nothing up I ain't putting nothing up they need to do it cause I said it are y'all hearing me that's what God is saying. I ain't got to put a wall around it. I want you to do it just because I... Are y'all hearing me? You learn to do it just because I said it. So it is in creation. God didn't build a wall around that tree because man was expected to do what he said. Just because he said it. Do you remember? You remember the story. I'm carrying you back. I got to carry you back to it. You remember the story? Man failed. He didn't pass the test. He sinned against God and, and went to the tree anyhow. And because of that, sin entered into the world. Sin entered into the world. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and since that time, since that time, yeah, I, I've been trying to check it out, figure it out. But I, yeah, the best I can figure since that time, Man has seen need to build walls everywhere. Before sin, before sin came, there were no walls. I, I, I don't find any count. But after sin entered into the world, then men had to begin. We had stopped building walls everywhere. Because of the sinfulness of man, we've got to build walls to protect ourselves. Because of the sinful of sinfulness of man, we've got to build walls to protect our belongings so folk won't walk off with your stuff. Yes, we've got to build walls to protect us from, from the elements. We've got to build walls to keep people from seeing what they ain't got no business seeing. You do know in the garden, they were naked and not ashamed. But after they messed up, everybody got embarrassed. Got to build a wall. Keep folk from looking at what they ought not be looking at. But my brothers and my sisters, we have to be careful about our obsession with walls. I'm going somewhere. 
We have to be mindful. We have to be mindful what we build. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, my brothers and my sisters, uh, the word tells me that except the Lord builds. Are y'all hearing me? Except the Lord builds a house, they that labor, labor in vain who build it. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to be mindful about our building. See, God, God has to be consulted. Before we decide, we're just going to go throw up a wall. <laughs> Let that simmer a minute. I say God has to be consulted. Before you decide, you're going to go somewhere and throw. Somebody needs to go and tell Brother Trump. You need to run that by God before. Are y'all hearing me? You see, I, I believe, my, it's just me, it's just me, but I just believe if God wanted a wall between the United States and Mexico, God would have put it there. And he wouldn't be trying to make Mexico pay for it. Let me get back on track here. Don't, don't, don't you think... Don't you think it a bit strange that in the creation of this world, God never thought to build walls to keep people separated? Don't you think that it's sort of strange that God never constructed a wall to keep these people from those people? Isn't it sort of strange that God never did that? The only wall, the only wall that I know of, the only wall that I know of that is sanctioned by God is that wall that separates his people from those who will do them harm. Are y'all hearing me? And and let me tell you this, so, so you won't be confused. God doesn't need bricks and mortar. He doesn't need bricks and mortar to build that wall. God can make a wall out of anything. I know I'm right about it. Yeah, with the children of Israel, with the children of Israel, one time God took fire and caused it to stand uh, as a wall between his children. And I'm just telling you, God can make a wall out of anything. One time God used a wall of darkness. To keep his people separated from that. Are y'all hearing me? I'm just trying to tell you. God knows how to build a wall. Oh, you know. You know about the wall. You know about the wall. When your enemies desire to do your harm. Are y'all hearing me? Anybody had somebody wanting to do them harm and just couldn't get to them? God knows how to build. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, yeah, there have been those who would do me harm, but some way and somehow God put up a wall. I didn't even see it. All I knew is they couldn't get to me. God knows how to build a wall. Yeah, God knows how to prepare a table before you in front of folk that don't want you to have it. They can't even stop him. That's God. That's the kind. That, that, that's the kind of wall we, we're talking about here in the text. A wall sanctioned by God for the protection 
of his people. A wall sanctioned by God that draws a clear line between his people and the world. Are y'all hearing me? This text, this text centers around a man that has just received word that the wall around Jerusalem was laying in shambles. That the wall around Jerusalem had been destroyed. It's a man named Nehemiah. Nehemiah, when you, you remember, we've been studying all year long. We've been talking about Jerusalem, how that holy city was established by God and how in that place, at the, yeah, it, it was a city with natural protection. God had concern about his city being protected. It was a city that was surrounded by mountains. We used to sing a song in the church that says, Zion stands with hills surrounded. Zion kept by power divine. But, 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 but its protection and that natural protection, it, it wasn't enough. God gave David word. God ordered David to build a wall around that holy city. That's Psalm 51. Look at it sometimes. And so, yeah, although David didn't finish it, David didn't do it, but his son carried out God's order and built a wall around the city of Jerusalem. Zion was a safe place. It was a place where the people of God could gather and be safe and secure from all alums. But now... You remember, you remember the story, you remember? Now Nehemiah is getting word that that wall ain't there. He's getting word that the wall has been torn down. Following back just a few months, we've been preaching this for a long time. After the 70 years, you remember they were in, in slavery for 70 years. They, they were there in captivity. And, and, and when the 70 years was over, the people of God were freed to go back to Jerusalem trying to get you caught up here. They, they, they had been freed now for, for about 70 years. They had been free. And in that 70 years, a man named Zerubbabel, he had gone and he managed to help them rebuild the temple. So now the temple is back up and, 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 and everything like that. But, 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 but although the temple was rebuilt, the wall had been, are y'all hearing me? Although the temple was back, Zerubbabel helped them get the temple back. And then Ezra came by and began to get the people back on the right spiritual footing. Now, there was only one problem. Now, the temple is back up. They've been dedicated. Now, the people have got their minds on spiritually. But there's only one problem. The city was unprotected. Are y'all hearing me? The wall had been doing. So now, the church is back. The people spiritually are back, but the wall is down. The city is completely unprotected. The wall that was built to protect the city, although everything else has been built back, the wall is still in shambles. Are y'all hearing me? Got to follow me now. They, they rebuilt the temple. Listen real good. They rebuilt the temple, but they failed to rebuild the wall to protect the temple. 
I told him this morning there used to be an old preacher. His name was Arthur Harris. And whenever he would preach and he didn't get the response he thought he was needing to get, Reverend Harris would stop and say, y'all must have didn't heard me. <laughs> y'all must have didn't heard me. They rebuilt the church, but they left it unprotected. Are y'all hearing me? They, they built the temple, but they didn't do anything to separate it from the rest of the world. Y'all going to see this in a minute. They built a church, but they didn't do anything to make sure that it was separated from the rest of the world. Let me say it another way. Without a wall, it was hard to tell where the world stopped and the church started. Are y'all getting this here? Without a wall, without a wall, it, it, it was hard to tell where the holy city stopped and the world. Are y'all hearing me? I'm just trying to tell you something. There's got to be a line somewhere. I'm trying to help somebody here. There's got to be a line somewhere. Well, Lord, deliver me from a church that ain't got no boundaries. Deliver me from a church. Are y'all hearing me? Where you can't tell who's in and who. Are y'all ain't hearing me. Deliver me from a church where you can't tell who's in and who's out. Not only that, not only that. In that particular region. People worship all kinds of idols. They worship all kinds of little gods. And, and because of that, and there was no wall there to separate them, so it was hard to tell what God was ringing where. Y'all hear me? If there ain't no wall, you don't know what God is ringing where. Oh, Y'all hear me? Wherever, wherever they're laying, there's got to be a Clear line. Oh, my brothers and sisters, nobody ought to have to wonder who is reigning in this place. Everybody ought to know God reigns up in here. There's got to be a wall. Ought not ever be a question about who's in charge in God's house. Oh, my brothers and my sisters. There's got to be some line. There's got to be that. In, yeah, there's got to be a line that says that this is God's property. This is where God reigns. Got to tell the world who's in charge in this place. Nehemiah, Nehemiah got word. He got word. Got word that the wall was still down. Everything else had been built back, but the wall is still down. The people had rebuilt their homes. They had rebuilt the temple, but the wall was still down. And when Nehemiah heard it, he, he said, it troubled my heart. When he heard that the wall was still down, he said that he cried about it. And I can't speak for nobody else, can't speak for nobody else, but it's troubling even to me that the line between the world and the church somehow is vanishing. Somebody ought to say amen. 
I say it troubles me that that line between the world and the church somehow is vanishing. It used to be that when people were children of God, you knew that they were children of God. You, it used to be that if folk belong, if folk were Christian, you didn't have to wonder about it. You knew. And don't get me wrong, I ain't talking about what color suit you got on either. I ain't, I ain't talking about how long your dress is. I ain't talking about whether you wear makeup. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm not, but there got to be something. I'm talking about yeah, if you're in the church, if you're on that side of the line, there ought to be a peace in you that surpasses all. That's how I know you're in the church. It ain't got nothing to do about how, what, what, how long your dress is. It ain't got nothing to do with, with you wearing a black suit all the time. Uh, do you have peace that surpasses all understanding? Yeah, yeah, if I, yeah, yeah, I ought to be able to tell that you got a joy that the world didn't give you and that the world can't take away. When I look at you, I ought to see an unconditional love that sets you apart from the world. You do know that they will know that we are Christians by our love. Nehemiah got word. He got word that the wall was down. And he was saddened by the news that the wall was down. And I told y'all this is a series, so I ain't going to be finishing here. Matter of fact, I'm coming to an end. It's a series, and you got to tune in the next time I get up. <laughs> got to tune in the next time I get up so that you can see how this thing. But before I sit down, we need to celebrate a little bit. All right. I want us to celebrate the fact that in the New Testament church, that's me and you, that's us. I want to spend a minute and celebrate the fact that, that in the New Testament church, the wall is still here. Somebody ought to say amen. Yeah, that wall that protects you and me, that wall that separates us from the world. Thank God that wall is still there. Yeah, yeah, some of y'all looking at me funny, but let me tell you, you're looking for the wrong thing. Don't look for bricks and mortar. Don't, don't look for bricks and mortar. Yeah, God doesn't need bricks and God doesn't need mortar to protect me anymore. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, God doesn't need bricks and mortar to separate me anymore. You want to know what protects me now? You want to know how he protects his children now? You want to know what it is, what the wall is that keeps us now? For God so loved the world. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting. You want to see my wall? That's my wall right there. He's the wall that picked up my cross and put it on his shoulder. He's the wall that died in my place, buried in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. My brothers and my sisters, don't be looking for bricks and mortar. Yeah, I want you to know that Jesus is a wall. As a matter of fact, I remember my mama used to walk around the house singing, Jesus, be a fence all around me. Every day, Jesus, I want you to protect me. As I travel 
along the way. I know you can, and I know you will. You'll fight my battle if I just keep still. Now, Lord, be a fence all around me every day. Is there anybody here that knows that there is a God who sits up high and he looks down low and every day, every step of the way, he's protecting me. We've got to make sure. We've got to make sure that there is a clear wall. Somehow it's becoming harder to tell who's in and who's out. We've got to rebuild the wall. Because there's a dying world out there. And they they can't take a risk of whether they're in or out. They need to know where in is. And they need to know where out is. We have a responsibility, have a responsibility to lead them to this place. If you're here today unsaved, if you're here today unsaved, very simply the word says, if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. He'll save you today. He wants to save you. If you're already saved and in search of a church home, a church family, a loving church family. If you're here and in search of a home, let me invite you today. Let me invite you today to come. Become a part of the family of God. Become a part of the community of the redeemed. If you're here, let me invite you to come now. Doors open, doors open.